This, 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 this is mythical. Welcome to Best Friends Back All Right, the show where two high school best friends try the best friend thing again. I'm Stevie Wynn Levine. And I'm Nagin Homoyfer. And today we're talking all about the end of high school. Graduation. <laughs> Graduation. Maybe a little bit of college. You know, we might get crazy. We might Once get again, crazy. Stevie deciding to talk about something else than <laughs> I realized. <laughs> um, listen, the fact that I'm making full sentences right now and not just purely focused on the fact that right before we started recording, a ginormous spider came down from the ceiling about six inches away from my face and we cannot find it <laughs> is, it, well, okay, now I'm focusing on it, but I, I listen, there's going to be a raw energy to this episode and it's going to be an energy of me <laughs> looking around for this freaking spider. It was not a small spider. Was okay. it colored in any way? Did it, it have like, poisonous marks on it? An amber glow to the body? Yes. Oh, that's That's troubling. what I'm saying. And then poor Logan tried to come to my rescue while screaming, I don't normally do this, <laughs> which made me feel very, very <laughs> protected. <laughs> um, and then I heard Logan say a few times, I killed it. And then she keeps looking for it. No. I killed it. No, she did not kill it. But I hope that it was really scared by the screaming. The thing Gosh. is, is that, like, I just was in a rainforest. I just came back from being in a rainforest for an extended period of time. This is what I wanted to know. Oh, Weren't you I around have a, bugs? I have an itch in my right ear. Oh, my God. What if I have a spider in my right ear? <laughs> um, you know, it was raining and cold, and I feel like maybe the bugs were like, nah. We're we're cool. Okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So, for, for our friends listening, I just got back from... Roughly a week-long vacation. I went up to the Ho Rainforest mm. uh, in Washington. Serves you right. Yeah, which um, my dog sitter was like, hope you see other hoes there. And I was like, sir, nailed it. Nailed that oh, joke. Oh, a male dog sitter. Okay, a male dog sitter. He's a gay that joke. Male. He's a okay. gay male. As okay. It was that, acceptable. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was beautiful. Have you ever been up? to Washington to that area? I've only been to, no, not to Washington, uh, Seattle, but I haven't done any yeah. of the outdoor stuff there. Well, so we flew into Portland. We rented a camper van, like a like yeah. a Sprinter-esque van with a full freaking bed so in cool. it and like yeah. a little kitchen situation. Yeah. And then we drove up the coast um, of Oregon to Washington camped overnight on the coat like on the beach virtually which was gorgeous mm. then went up to the rainforest then went up up to a different part of the rainforest came back down on the way back down to portland stopped at a oyster place on the coast that i've ordered oysters from in the past oh my god this freaking spider um, and then spent the weekend in Portland. So it was like a whole situation. Oh, it was a whole traveling situation. Yeah. I often plan vacations that don't involve relaxing. <laughs> and I did it again. <laughs> what did you do for food in the camper? Did uh, you we go went hunting. grocery shopping? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went grocery shopping before because naturally I planned out where the largest grocery store was before getting, you know, up into the woods and yeah. uh, planned out our, our little, like, meals that we were going to have. And it was raining virtually the whole time. But also, did you know that there were things called rain pants? It's like a rain jacket, but it's for your lower half. Hmm. Yeah. We got rain pants. We got rain jackets. We went on a six-mile hike through a rainforest to wow. a waterfall. We saw a black bear. Oh, what yeah. did you do? Well, so the whole hike, I was like singing because I just wanted really? to make noise. Yeah, um, oh. Cassie. Oh, as a "Here me. I Come." Yes, here yeah, I come. Yeah, yeah. That was that's like mostly okay. the lyric that I was choosing. It's like "Here I come, animals." <laughs> oh, there was this really annoying girl. So this this hike, like we were the only ones that we saw the whole time, except for one person on the six mile hike into the middle of the rainforest in the rain to a waterfall. Wow. This is how remote it was. But on another hike. 
it, there were like 25 people around you at all times. It was like that type of situation. And there was this girl with like a bell hanging off the back of her backpack Aww. that was like ding, 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 that you like obviously I think was if she was alone in the woods. Like yeah. it was her here I come bell. But I was yeah. like, bitch. You are surrounded by 25 people. Jingle, <laughs> jingle you your come. ass deeper into the forest and away <laughs> from me. What are you thinking? That's so annoying. Yeah. It kind of disrupts the whole out in nature yeah. relaxing yeah. thing. But then in Portland, which I've never been to Portland before, and that was also a good time. Keep Portland weird. Portland's very weird. Every Uber driver was a different type of experience. We had a... <laughs> um, a, a drug dealer who mm. uh, offered us mushrooms in, in like, okay. quite a, like, nicely poetic way, I thought. Um, we had a, a, a Uber driver that belted out every lyric to every song we were listening to. Mm. We had a Uber driver from Tillamook, uh, where they cheese, make cheese. Right? And there's only yeah. 2,000 people. Hmm. And then also, like, encountered some really awesome fans some really awesome mythical beasts oh my god it turns out my my niche yeah is women between the ages of 21 to 35 who are either a waitress host or manager of a really great restaurant <laughs> oh uh, that's a great niche to have yeah, whoa yeah, yeah did you get any hookups because of it I got some hookups, but I got some like, I mean, not to get heartfelt, not, not to like bring this podcast Why to not? a real area here, but um, <laughs> just some like genuinely nice things that that these Aww. mythical bees said and and appreciated, you know, what, what we do. And um, I just was like, this is so nice. And thanks for the free dessert and uh, other <gasps> treats. Uh, but oh, really, <laughs> but really... It was just like, man, th it wasn't just a because sometimes if you're out with Rhett and Link, they'll get like a, hey, you, you're those guys. You're you're yeah. you're 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 famous. Right. And yeah. it's like, yeah, I mean, if you you're why are you saying anything uh, at this point? But this was also like, that's a weird question to answer. Like, yes. Yeah. I'm famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, But this was like, you know, heartfelt like excuse me, I don't mean to bother you or, you know, yeah. that type of thing. So so would you say like your fans are just generally more graceful? And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's oh, what I wanted to say. That is so lovely. Yeah, it was really Just a nice. nice surprise. And that's a great way for Cassie to remember that you were special. You oh, know? my gosh. Cassie started one, one of the encounters. She started crying because she oh thought it was so nice. I was like, this is really nice. I do wish mm. I was with other people who weren't impressed by me so they could be impressed by this totally, situation. Totally. But fine, you can cry. That um Aww. that's also a nice response. So how how was your weekend? Any any tears for you? Lots of song lyrics. Uh, oh. Funny for you that through song the forest. Lyrics. Um here I come. <laughs> here I come animals. Mm. No, I was at a wedding this weekend in in Atlanta, one of my friends from college and Everybody was on the dance floor. They were playing lots of high school hits, actually, for the hmm. first couple hours. Lots of Lil John, lots of Ying Yang Twins, wow. a lot of Usher. And I just haven't heard these songs in a long time. But as soon as they play, they're the songs you know every you know every lyric as it comes out. Okay. And I just realized these are incredibly inappropriate lyrics. <laughs> and we're just like everyone, I don't know, we're at a different phase of life where yelling like, can I play with your panty line <laughs> is inappropriate, you know? And so I we're dancing that all lyric. <laughs> what? Mm, love that one. So I'm dancing with a group of friends and like me and a guy are kind of like looking at each other dancing and it gets that line and we both immediately divert our eyes. Do you know <laughs> this like person? Yeah, we're oh, friends okay, from college, okay, okay, but okay. we're like, you can't sing these lyrics and look into anyone's eyes. Like, so everybody's just like dancing and looking down, <laughs> but still screaming out the lyrics. And then during the same song, I look to the side and the groom is dancing with his with his mother-in-law. Sure. And she's just like, everyone's having so much fun. But then it's the part of the song that's like, Danal, skeet, 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 And... The mother-in-law knew the words. Yeah. She well, she, she she perhaps knew how to sing the words, but did she exactly. ingest the meaning of the words? <laughs> that is highly doubtful. Ingest is highly doubtful. No, she knew how to parrot it back. 
And I just, um, and I just realized there's like, oh, I, I think that songs have either, I've stopped listening to songs like that. So yeah, I don't listen to music anymore, honestly. It's just really all together. It's just too inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, turns out weddings are more PG-13 than I expected. And uh, so you marched right up to the DJ and you were like, sir, excuse me. We are only in our mid thirties. We cannot be reciting lyrics like this. I demand some Nickelback. Ew. And if you don't play Nickelback, then I'm, can you take I was going to I was going to say, can you sing one Nickelback song? And Although then, I don't think. Is that Nickelback? I think that's the other group that kind of looked like them with Creed? long hair. Is that yeah. Creed? It's Creed. Okay, Logan's looking for the spider constantly. is <laughs> really throwing me off. Stop, Otherwise, I would totally know a Nickelback yeah. song. Well, you, I'm going to also say that Logan in the other room looking everywhere else is also throwing me off, which is why that was such a disjointed <laughs> story. Ugh, Logan. Okay. Uh, grad. But you had you you also had a bunch of friends in town too. No. Yeah. You had. Yes. It's been a it's been a couple weeks of high high social high social time. Which oh, is, you guys getting high? <laughs> which I had <laughs> had a ton of fun with. But man, man, did we crash? Our last guest guest left. Yesterday. It's hard to host people. Like it drains energy out of you. And it's and then, a different. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm having a weird come down from like you know how sometimes if you're away from your house I think it's dependent on how many days and where you go then you come mm-hmm. back into your house and you're like what is this place it is so foreign <laughs> what is that smell how do I drive Ooh. to work what the smell the smell the smell that's the big one uh, let me tell you we have a diffuser that Cassie uh-huh. has been testing she's convinced I don't like any smell which uh, I'm very particular about I could smells. see that about um, you yeah. But this new smell is like supposedly a sandalwood. But to me, I love sandalwood. I love the idea of sandalwood. Okay. I'm very hesitant on the hippie adjacent smelling spectrum because mm. there's this incense like Nong Champa patchouli area mm-hmm. where I associate it with like dirt. And yep. so we walked back into the house and it smelled like sandalwood. Uh, slash like, you know, stale Dirt. hippie. And, you know, it's mm. like it's the same reason I don't want to get a Subaru. Like, I don't want to be I'm I'm really gay. But like, do I need to have a Subaru? Do I need my house? Do you need to, to yell it out loud? You yeah. know, so um, basically, I'm just trying to get used to smelling like a dirty, clean lesbian hippie. <laughs> Uh, I like the version back. of sandalwood that's like a men's cologne. Yes. Yes. That I think I is like lovely. I like things that also are like wood, but slightly burnt wood. <laughs> that's my mm, niche. Like, like campfire? A, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Which, by the way, my hair still smells like, even though I've washed it numerous <laughs> times since the sole campfire that we had. It's hard to have a campfire in the rain. Yeah. How How did that happen? How? Uh, how did one, that? One, one night it wasn't raining. There was this oh. camp spot that um, it was a little bit more exposed. It was like more of a state park campsite that we were in. And mm-hmm. there was a dude. Oh, a lot of Subarus up in Washington, Oregon. Oh, um, yeah. But there was a dude at the campsite that was like kind of next to us. And mm-hmm. we saw. Sorry for those who want to move on to graduation. Uh, <laughs> and um, when we when we like parked the the van and like went to go like you know sign the forms that you have to do whatever he had these like rainbow aviators on and he was like hey uh, i'm assuming you can like register online or something and we were like oh yeah you know being nice to him whatever and then there was this woman with a small child that was like 15 feet away and so the Mm -hmm. assumption was like oh that's a family and Uh, maybe they're in a little tiff maybe they're in a little fight or maybe the kid wanted to go adventure off whatever mm-hmm. and we come back to the campsite uh shortly thereafter and there's no woman and child so we were like oh, maybe he the little kid had to go potty or i don't i don't know mm-hmm. then shortly thereafter this man is playing with giant pieces of wood and sticks as if they are swords still no wife no he's kid. like playing by himself playing by himself in his campsite area. At this point, we had been on a hike. We, You know, we're, we're not just staying at this, like, little piece of land. Never saw the woman and the child 
ever, ever again. Did you get an Amber Alert? There was there was a big duffel bag at one point uh, that he wheeled off. Oh my god! Are you? Do you think um, they were inside of that duffel bag? Is yeah, that what you're they saying? might have been inside of the duffel bag. They might have been inside of the tent. They might have actually not been his wife and kid, which I think is the most realistic situation. Have you been watching a lot of like true crime stuff? Well, it's everywhere. And also like, yes, did we Google is there a man, is there a couple <laughs> fleeing from Ohio? Yeah, we did. Did we Google like, do, like, should we tell the ranger about this? Yeah, we did. did we kept an eye out. Okay. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. Anyway, graduation, uh, a lyric or a song that comes to mind. What's the, oh, what's the gra- yeah. Yes. Okay. What, oh. okay. what do you think I'm about to say? Vitamin C. Yes. <laughs> Should we do it together? Five, four, three, two, one. As, As we, we, I didn't know where you were going to start. But look at us. 15 years later, bitch. We still got yeah. it. Did I, this might be a mythical beast story, or maybe I told you at some point, but like I had a friend, vitamin C, I don't know where she is today, but 10 years ago, she was working at this management company that my friend was also working at, just like as a normal human being and not vitamin C, which is crazy oh. to me. And uh, I sent my friend, uh, I think at the time, an, an AIM, AIM message. Is that what we use? <laughs> maybe Gmail chat, G chat. Yeah. Uh, and it was a uh, just a YouTube link, and she clicked on it, and it was uh, the vitamin C music video. And her computer was at full blast, and she was sitting next to vitamin <laughs> C, and she was like, "Fuck you!" And I was like, "Yeah." Oh that's man. Cool. Well, you want to know what vitamin C is doing now? Oh yeah, I do. Since early 2019, Fitzpatrick has served as a music executive for Netflix. She went okay. from management company to Nickelodeon to Netflix. Wow. That's huge. What's her name? Colleen and Fitzpatrick. Colleen, thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, do you think that's what the C is in vitamin C? Oh. Colleen, Miss Miss Colleen Fitzpatrick, if you're out there listening, yeah. just 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 write in at hashtag #GateGrimsley. Let Gay us know. Grimsley. Does the C uh, and vitamin C come from Colleen? Speaking of C's and Grimsley's, uh, okay, we have previously discussed you being the salutatorian, not the valedictorian, how I yep. previously remembered. Yep. I mean, not to rub not it in. Number not number one. To, not, not to rub it in. Not number one. <laughs> I remember a certain point where I was like very obsessed with where I ranked mm. because I think it was, I think we could see, right? Like, because there was... um. What's that group of 10 people? The Marshalls. The Marshalls. Marshalls. Yeah. yeah. There, it was like the top 10 people, right, in, in, that right. had the best grades got to – all I remember was like they got to stand at the perimeter of a, of the graduation of a certain yes. event. They got to play security at graduation. Well, because remember the whole speech about like don't lock your legs. We've had several Marshalls faint. <laughs> And they say the same thing at wedding rehearsals to the bridesmaids. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't lock Who your also legs. guard the event. Because <laughs> so, I, I remember I had gone to Israel and my grades had slipped. And spoiler alert, I have my transcript from high school with me today. Uh, this is insane to me. You live in another <laughs> state than you grew up. Your parents no longer live in the childhood house. You have all of this material. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah, I'm super organized. So my grades slipped. So I slipped out of the top 10 when I came back and I was very oh. devastated. I think I was like oh. 11. And um, I really wanted to stand with my <laughs> legs loose uh, and, <laughs> you know, show off my muscles. But I didn't get to. Oh. Um, yeah. So I remember being so competitive. All for what? All to get into a good school, I guess. Like that seemed like yeah. like the end goal of everything was like totally be at the top of the class and get into the best school. And if you get into the best school, everything else will fall into place and you'll exactly. achieve everything that you want. But you actually did those things. <laughs> you actually were at the top of the class. You actually you did d- get into the best school. <laughs> but I will tell you that like that mentality of like you have to be the best or get you have to get as close to number one as possible. Otherwise, nothing is guaranteed. So I remember yeah. even thinking like, oh, number two, that might that might be a problem. Do you know how close you were? I think I was very close. 
Yeah, I'm sure. Like you were. anywhere from like, like five to ten points away. Five percent. I'm sure it was close because everything in the top ten was close. Yeah. You know, like how much how many more A's could you get? Or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Tell me you about know? it. <laughs> but remember I remember thinking one thing. I was like, man, if I didn't take Spanish, maybe I could have been number one. Really? Miss Insco <laughs> hated me. Wait, let me see. I think Spanish was I think I got a B in Spanish. I think that was one of my things. And I'm I don't sure know why I, I have this. So freshman year, all A's. Uh sophomore year. All A's. Wow. Junior year. Took a real, took a real hit junior year. IP, IP, IB, (laughs) can't read now. (laughs) English. That's when I began Mm. to become illiterate. I got a B. That was Count of Monte Cristo years. Honors Spanish five, four, B. That's my sense ago. IB math. IB math SL. Standard level. No. Yes, I that's be, what SL stand, stands for. IB math standard level B. And then the only two classes I got uh, A's in were AP environmental science, which everyone knows is a complete joke. Oh, Mr. Feeney. He always had these red eyes. Oh, my gosh. Our teacher's name was Mr. Feeney. Yes. That's cool. I don't remember that. He was high. He was he was a star. He had red eyes, and everybody would joke that he. Now we definitely need to ADR his name okay because his career is now. Well, in let jeopardy. me tell you, it's a cool name. So we're gonna have to ADR a really cool name. And then AP government, I got an A. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying this. To be fair, junior year was the hardest academic year. Yes, but school. I also I was like just gone for a semester, and uh, that was very oh. So you actually difficult. lucked out. You lucked out. I lucked out. Junior year was so freaking hard. Back to senior year, all A's except for AP Spanish language. Gotta be. So okay. that's, I, so yeah. So I'm confirming for you. I rest that, my case. That you would have been number one uh, <laughs> had you not taken Spanish. What would you have taken though? Latin? It would have, a language. French? A language. <laughs> Right. Because in my head, it was like, you have to take a foreign language. Otherwise, a college can't take you seriously. I think you do. I think I think you did. That makes sense to me mm. that you did. Who knows? Um, okay. So did you have to speak at graduation, by the way? I don't remember that. Yeah. I gave a speech. I gave a speech. Was it and... just like um, not as good as the valedictorian speech? <laughs> <laughs> I probably had another Ron Burgundy quote that I used <laughs> trying to make it relatable it was uh for those of you you that go to the movies and you watch movies and you don't spend all your time studying and trying to get into (laughs) harvard here's a quote here's a quote guys i learned it from the internet i never even saw the movie (laughs) yeah there was a speech involved my family printed out this banner from print shop deluxe remember that service you could make your own birthday cards and your own banners how large was the banner you print it on regular printer paper. You print it at home, but then oh. you attach it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no. then, back in those days, I remember we thought it was really cool. Like, oh, we can do this stuff ourselves. Uh, I never bought a birthday card in high school because I could customize my own on Print Shop Deluxe. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah? I didn't realize the multi, uh, <laughs> multi-piece of paper banner situation. What did your banner say? Uh, I probably have a picture of it like, Congrats, second grad. Best. Yeah. <laughs> second best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My parents were like, better luck next time. <laughs> uh, God. But college, my gosh, I felt like the first semester of senior year for me was applying to colleges. I applied yeah. to like nine. Well, okay. And tell s- me about that. So before you move on, like, where did you apply? Did you have your sights set on Harvard? Like, were you like a no. little uh, Rory situation? Like, what was your, oh, you were just like, no. I want to get into an Ivy League? Well, like, where did you apply? Nope and nope. Okay. I'll tell you. I applied to uh, in-state, applied to UNC and Duke, mm-hmm. UVA, Harvard, Princeton, Yale, Stanford, Wash U. Mostly Ivies then. But my number one school was Duke. Okay. My sister had gone to Duke. Your I had been there. Was Duke? I had a scholarship to go there. I just, my sister had the most amazing time at yeah. Duke. Her friends were great. She was traveling all the time. It was funded by the school. She just had an incredible time, and I wanted something similar. 
And so my sights were set on Duke. And Harvard was actually the easiest application of all. Why? They didn't have one of these, like, they didn't have an extensive um, supplemental application. They're just like, we're going to judge the shit out of you, like, for based on your common app. Your entire life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so Harvard's was just kind of like a, it was, it didn't take much more work. So it than, was easy. Than to the get standard. In. It yeah. was easier. Mm-hmm. It was not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was set on Duke, but, um, and once when I got in, I remember remember that this like I feel like when we were in high school was when electronic like email notifications were becoming popular. Yes, electricity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah everything was on the edge of uh like in person versus internet. Like it yes. seemed new. Like it was like okay, wh- like maybe our year was like the first year it was like you can actually do this online but like previously you were not able to do it so like everything it was, not was really easy. chunky and like yeah 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 oh my gosh and you would you would judge whether or not you got in based on the thickness of the envelope yeah <laughs> and the postman knew college college like admission time and he would hand deliver when I when I got like a university acceptance he would bring it up to the door rather wow, than what a mailbox I Man, did not have that. Greensboro relation. Postman, thank you so much. Oh, you don't <laughs> even remember guy. his name. God. <laughs> I'm trash. So did you get into all nine schools that you applied to? And why no. did you not go to Duke if you got in and you got a scholarship? So here was the thing. Okay. Was turns out my parents were like, This is our dream. <laughs> For you to go to Harvard? They didn't tell me that, but I kind of read through the – my dad grew up in a village in Iran, mm-hmm. and he came to the United States at 19, went through all all the kind of higher-level education you could. He never imagined that his kids could go to a place like Harvard. Yeah. So it was all very – like when it happened, it was significant for many reasons – but to their credit, they did not pressure me to go. All they did was say, like, you need to go to the weekend where they have admitted students come. Yeah. You need to go and make an informed decision about it because I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be full of nerds, full of people that aren't going to have fun. Meanwhile, somebody could say that that's what I was. But I was ready. To- somebody could say. <laughs> I was ready to kind of let loose a little bit in college and Negin's version of let loose. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't want to go somewhere where it was going to be this same like senior year all over again yeah you wanted to go somewhere where other people were having sex but not you and then you could talk (laughs) about them yeah yeah so that was the thing that changed it i went to the weekend and i had a ton of fun and i realized like oh this is actually a place where i could see myself it was a really terrible weekend too in terms of weather it was raining it was cold it was nasty yet i had a ton of fun and i made a friends that I'm still friends with today at that weekend. Huh. So that's when that's when I was like, okay, I can see myself here. But wait, I want to know I want to know where else you got in or where you didn't get in. Like so because Harvard like yes, I get it. But for Gilmore Girls fans, she always wanted to go to Harvard and then she got into Yale and then she went to Yale. Oh. So yeah, so like what what were the other I I don't think I got into Princeton. Okay. But you got into the other IVs, but you still chose Harvard. Yeah. Because it was Harvard. I think that was part of it. And I also went to the weekend. Yeah, but I you didn't, didn't go, go to, the to the weekends of the other of, schools. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I, like, made some choices. <laughs> um, well, my, <laughs> uh, my application experience was quite different because I didn't have confidence in myself. So I only applied to schools that I knew I was going to get into. I mean, I guess I had a certain amount of confidence, but I didn't apply to any IVs or anything. I did not even entertain that idea. My my mouth is open right now. It's a gape. gape. Yeah, I didn't apply to any IVs. Well, I'm I'm I don't care about that. I'm just I'm I'm surprised that you applied to places that you thought that you only that you could get into. Well, okay. Here's the thing. I knew that I wanted to do something in the entertainment industry. I I didn't know if I wanted to be a producer or Mm -hmm. an entertainment lawyer. Um, When I was really young, I Mm -hmm. wanted to be an actor. And then I was like, "Eh." well, I wasn't like my parents were like, "Eh, what about a lawyer? (laughs) So I knew like, okay, something in that particular realm. So I was more interested in like who had the best program for that particular thing. But I also was super motivated by, like, getting the hell out of the South and, like, being gay somewhere else. 
I just didn't quite understand that, like, you know, I chose Syracuse because, well, don't they have a great, they have a great pro, they have a great television radio film program. So I went to school for television radio film, and then my minor was in um, entrepreneurship and emerging enterprises. So actually, I kind of landed in a, in a really uh, spot on spot, spot on spot. Um, they really, it was a smart school, so um, I have a vast vocabulary. <laughs> but I, when I went to go visit Syracuse, it was the perfect day, which, let me mm. tell you, my piece of advice, don't go to Syracuse. <laughs> it is miserably cold. It is so cloudy. We had actually looked up this past weekend, because um, everywhere we go, Cassie tries to convince me that we need to move there because she doesn't like L.A. very much. So she started looking up stats about the amount of rain and clouds in Portland. Um, and mm. then I was like, can you compare Syracuse. that to other cities? Contextualize it for me. Exactly. Because if you look up like the rainiest city in the U.S., it's um, by like amount of rain, not about mm-hmm. not like each day. So I was like, mm-hmm. look up the cloudiest city. And I believe number one was Rochester, which is right mm. next to Syracuse. And number two was Buffalo. Uh, which is mm. right next to Syracuse. So it's like, it's so cloudy. It snows the majority of the year. It would snow in, in April. I would walk backwards to class. I would have like <laughs> one inch of my forehead <laughs> showing. Like, Your Uggs were in a terrible situation. <laughs> my Uggs looked terrible. And my nose was always Rudolph red. <laughs> and I really disliked, I'm sorry, uh, Syracuse, like just the the place. We have numerous uh, mythical crew members that are from Syracuse, which is odd. Oh, interesting. Well, okay. Well, I would like to say that then similar advice: visit the school. No, that's so that's the thing. Day. So I, I yeah. So I visited in in April, but it was like sunny. Completely they have like different. a classic quad, and I was like, this is school. Like this is a college, and this is why right. I want to go here. The other places I applied, like I applied to um some schools in the D.C. area because I thought, you know, people were going there. So like George Washington and American and, of course, UNC, which looking back, I'm like, God, UNC is such an amazing school. And like it wasn't even on our, you know, kind of list because it was like, of course, we're going to get it was too close to home. Yeah. 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 Sorry. UNC story. Remember Salty Boy? Yes. From our senior year. I remember he really wanted to get into UNC. And a bunch of girls got in that year and he didn't or he was waitlisted. And he like throughout second semester senior year was going around being like, yeah, UNC is really competitive for guys. That's why all the girls got in. (laughs) Gosh, people made a lot of excuses that year. (laughs) A lot of excuses. Did you ever say anything in your college applications about your identity whether it was your queerness, your like, being no. Jewish, being anything. You know, I can't. I told you that my my like main essay was about Finding Nemo. I, yeah. I can't even recall why. I don't even know how that tied in. I don't know what I wrote. I certainly did not write about being gay at all. Yeah. At all. <laughs> no. Um, I, but I can't remember anything else other than that. Why? Did you, do you remember what you wrote? I remember the, the the identity thing came up where you had to like say your ethnicity or, or something like that, your race or ethnicity. Yeah. And that was a really big debate in my household because 2006 was not a pretty year for Iranians in the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a lot of bad stuff was happening with the president at the time, Ahmadinejad, he, like, claimed that the Holocaust didn't exist. Mm. There was missile testing. So, like, Iran wasn't looking good. And my dad was convinced that saying, like, admitting, basically, that I was Iranian and not saying Iranian-American or just, like, other would be held against me. Huh. And we don't have too many data points to prove him right or wrong. But it was a time in history when it felt like a um, – what's the word? like a liability to be Iranian. Um, And all three of us, uh, my sister, myself, my brother, every time we we applied to school, my dad was like, please don't tell them you're Iranian. Like you don't know how that impacts you. And we all chose to say it. Huh. 
So was your mom on the other side of the uh I argument? think my mom was kind of like she probably agreed with my dad. She's like, "Well, why mix it up? It's a it's an unknown variable." Um because this is also short, few years after 9/11. Yeah. Like people were not people were not pro Middle East. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, that's why I wondered whether or not anything, any part of your identity was like, I don't know, an issue. <laughs> no. In applying. I mean, I wouldn't have even, yeah. I, at that time, I was barely admitting to myself that I was gay. So I certainly wouldn't have been like, hey, school, I know I'm going to get into anyway. I just wanted to let uh, yeah. you know before myself and anyone else I know <laughs> that I am gay. So if the Maybe. A's and B's on my, you know. Report Maybe there was like that. a subconscious metaphor of finding Nemo. Yeah. Nemo was other vaginas. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of other wow. vaginas. <laughs> okay, so when you said you made friends at at your the like weekend college that you weekend, went, yeah. yeah. So I had a, uh, they had like a a Jewish mm, group. Oh, a Chabad house or something? Maybe. What do may, they call that? No, Chabad is like a um, more like Hillel, Hasidic, sorry. Uh, Hillel house. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. And they had like a orientation for freshmen coming in that like happened a few days mm-hmm. before, you know, everyone got there. So that's what I did um, to make friends. Oh. And I had friended this girl on Facebook that was in this group like you could you you know because remember facebook was like you had to have your dot edu email address to get a facebook and so as soon as you got it like that summer before you went it was like oh yes a facebook and then you went on and then you friended a bunch of people which seems so odd because there wasn't like a lot of people on there so you you know oh yeah i was friending randos yeah well, one of the girls that I friended, I met in real life at this the pre-orientation situation. And then so that became mm-hmm. like my entry freshman year friend group. But remember, I was closeted. And so it was like, I was just like, this, I guess this group of straight girls is who I'm going to hang <laughs> out with. Um, and I feel like that happens to a lot of people going into a new place like that. Like you befriend some people at the start and then you maybe don't become friends with them as you like find yourself or find others that are more interesting yeah yeah um (laughs) that group was also i remember the like awkward icebreaker of sitting around in a circle and introducing Mm -hmm. yourself to everyone and there was a guy in that group who i was like oh he's cute i was like i mean like objectively attractive like Mm, if we're gonna keep faking these things um you had your target he might be the one (laughs) Um, but I don't remember when, but shortly thereafter, he came out to me and I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Checks out. Um, and he actually was the first one that I ever came out to. Oh. And yeah. And so there, that was like one guy from that particular group that I kept in touch with. And he wound up dating one of my other friends that I was friends with uh, my freshman year when I went from hanging out with the straight girls to hanging out with the the gay kids. Quite a transition <laughs> uh, between the two. But yeah. one thing I remember about the straight girls is I decided, we already talked about how it was a, a mess my, my freshman year of college. Um, but I decided, you know, we'd get like the big handles of cheap vodka and you'd like filter them. The and like yeah. yeah. And we we're drinking like the shittiest possible stuff. But whenever I bartended, I played a little You bartended. Well, oh, like at the party, like your local. At like the Ooh. other half of the dorm room where <laughs> okay. you pour like juice into a cup. You gave yourself such a big title. I had to. Well, I mean, back then that was a drink. It was like Coke and rum or, you know, whatever it was. I, uh, they call it a rum and Coke. <laughs> um, I decided, you know what? I'm going to not put a lot of alcohol in these drinks and mm-hmm. see how these girls behave when they think that they've uh-huh. had some alcohol. It was a old placebo test. Uh-huh. Um, and 
it was always a fun test for me because perhaps straight wasn't the best word to describe. Well, perhaps straight isn't the best word to describe any any girl, really, who is a freshman in college. Uh, so we had some good times. We had some oh, good times before I, I was this. like, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll find the actual <laughs> out gay people. Okay, you know what's really what's what's something that we really haven't talked about? What the hell happened to us? We just kind of I was I was talking to Zach about it this weekend. He was like, "Okay, so did something happen where you and Stevie then just stopped talking? Did you guys visit each other at college? Did you?" I was like, no, we didn't visit. E- I didn't know people were yeah. visiting each other at college. He was like, yeah, all no. my friends would, his friends would travel cross country to visit each other no. at college. That wasn't even an option in my mind. No, that wasn't a thing. We were, we had too much work to do. <laughs> <laughs> we had too much study. I remember we do. had, we had some crazy Facebook wall back and forth. Did we? Like, I feel like in that, in that era, People would write anything on Facebook. There was mm. no sense of like, mm, everyone can see this. So we had a lot of those kinds of back and forths, but we just kind of, yeah. Meh, meh, well, deflated. I think, in all honesty, I, I think a big part of it for me was the whole coming out thing. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, we talked about when I came out to you, but I did. I felt like that separated me from my past in a lot of ways for some reason. Yeah, it was kind of like I, I took this whole like southern conservative thing and i kind of applied it to everyone even though that wasn't Mm. the the case so it was like me kind of saying like this is a new new chapter and like why step back into the past in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. um but also i think it just was like difficult and you have to work for friendships and i didn't know that at the time speaking of pieces of, of advice if you want to have maintain a friendship uh, from your past, you yeah. got to work for it. You got to work for it. It's it's just like a romantic relationship. Like we treat boyfriend, girlfriend, partners as these like investments. And I feel like I'm I'm learning now in my in my 30s that friendships, platonic ones are just are just like that. They are yeah. all they all require like time, quality time, words of affirmation. <laughs> All of this stuff. Touch. For some of us, touch. You know what? Actually, I I remember specifically one friend from high school who came to visit me my freshman year at Syracuse, art school boy. But so he was still in high school because he was a year younger Mm -hmm. than me. Um, And I also remember actually the older girls that I was friends with, I would visit them in Okay. at UNC. So this is like a everybody but Nagin. No, was it was like a, I'm, I'm making a pair. I'm saying like I was a senior in high school and I went uh, to go visit people who were freshmen yes. in college. He They're was college a senior visits. in high school. Then he came to visit me. But no like freshman to freshman uh, contact, <laughs> you know. Um, okay. I don't know why I'm like waving my arms and like putting my hands together. Uh, anyway. <gasps> So he came up to visit me at Syracuse, and this is uh, after I decided to befriend a lesbian and a gay guy. And I also was not out at this point. I just happened to be best friends with these two. (laughs) And we imbibed, as one did, in the dorms because we were underage and couldn't go anywhere else. And the girl I was friends with and art school boy um, who I, the girl I would later date, art school boy, I never dated. They decided to run at each other as fast as they could. I don't know. We weren't Red Rover. playing anything. Red Rover. Yeah. I, they, I, I don't know if it was like a, like an embracing, like greeting. Hmm. I don't, I don't remember, but like, I just remember the two of them running at each other in the hallway as quickly as possible. Him tackling her. Her hitting her head on oh. the back of, you know, on the on the floor. But they were yeah. so drunk that they were just, like, laughing hysterically. I don't really understand what's going on. He, he, like, picks her head off the floor. There's, like, a little puddle of blood on the <gasps> floor. And I, so then Whoa. I'm immediately like, oh, God, I got to snap into, you know, taking care of the situation mode. I'm they like, won't this let you is... enjoy one freaking Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like, okay, we're uh, we're underage. We're drinking. We have to get rid of that evidence, however <laughs> we can, because I'm gonna have to call an ambulance and uh and oh my gosh. yeah. And so it was like, what a great visit uh, for Art School Boy to come up for this situation. So and I also like for some reason wasn't wearing a shirt at the time. Um, Mm. And so I'm like, okay, everyone hide all of the alcohol. Sit here. I'm going to call the ambulance to come. The the police and the the EMTs come in. Um, I've put on a shirt at this particular point. And then we have to take her to the hospital to go get stitches in the back of her head. And she also has what appears to be a concussion at this point. Um, So we go to the hospital and I like I'm having all these what I think like serious conversations. I'm really holding it together. (laughs) And then like as we're exiting the nurse who like, you know, put the bandage or whatever over the stitches and like was telling me like you need to wake her up every however long she was like um and by the way your shirt's on inside out and backwards (laughs) 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 clearly everyone knew like we were just drunk dumb teenagers who had gotten themselves into a mess (laughs) Um, but I yeah, that's that. the only visit that I recall happening. And First and then and we all slept like, you know, we we're all slept in the same room and I had like an alarm that went off every however many hours oh, to wake her up and like it was like <laughs> welcome sure to college. Welcome to college. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a great story. <laughs> that's a really great story. Um okay, well, here's the thing. It's episode 12 of Best Friends Back All Right. And it, and it also happens to be the season finale of Best Friends Back All Right. Friends. Uh, I'm, we made it to the finale. I've, I've never been. I have never been part of a single finale. Oh, I think this might be disappointing. I didn't really have anything planned other than to say that it's the finale and explain to people and? why. It's the season finale, not the series finale. Because, okay, so here's the thing. The premise mm-hmm. was, can we bring a friendship back to life? I think, check. Jury's I think still we out. did that. Oh. <laughs> so, <Okay. laughs> so here's the thought. Now that we've revived the friendship, now that we've had 12 episodes of high school adolescent exploration... Why not close the chapter on that kind of past relationship and reestablishment? Close that tight. Yes, tight is the word. Do not need to go back to it. And then for season two, we can explore whatever we want to. Oh, yeah. It's going to get wild. I mean, I'm talking gynecology. I'm talking urology. Actually, it's actually going to be a very specific, narrow, <laughs> tight focus that we're going to have for season two. Because we got a lot of male listeners here, so I don't want to. I don't want them. To oh, feel I thought left you out. said we, we got a lot of mail. I was like, oh my god, we got mail. We got <laughs> guys. Fan mail? I would. I would love to receive paper fan mail. So, mom, if you're listening, please send. <laughs> you know, send me some fan mail, mom. That address. <laughs> Um, I think our male listeners would love to hear about uh, female topics. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we also... Yeah. Oh, you know, well, urology isn't about urine. No. It's about the male, the p- male parts. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Straight face. Can't tell if she's serious <laughs> or not. Can't tell if she knows or not. It's okay. In the second season, we're also going to be just exploring a lot of topics that we don't have information about, right? Because we don't have to be experts in order to have a conversation about something. This is going to be a particular challenge for Stevie. Uh, oh, my God. I do not in I, that, in that, and I don't even entertain doing an episode about urology in that really? case. Well, fine, fine. We can do an episode about urology. Fine. Because all of the male is telling us that we need to do an episode about urology. Oh. Um, wow. I hope this is really enticing for you all and Guys. you're really celebrating the season two of Best Friends Back. You know what? I hope that you miss us 
just to mm-hmm. feel the sensation of, you know, happiness when we return. And that return date is on a piece of paper that is not my transcript. Oh, here it is. Still spider free. That return will be July 8th with an all new season where we start a fresh chapter of friendship beyond high school. This is good do you want to do you want to just read it one more time and then this time pretend like you're saying it? You're coming up with it on the spot. But we'll be back July 8th with an all-new season (laughs) where we'll start a fresh chapter of friendship beyond high school. And don't worry, you can still tweet at us with hashtag Gay Grimsley. (laughs) Uh, And um, yeah, that was convincing, right? That was. I'd like to say, though, just for the record. You want it one more time? No, I really have enjoyed doing this with you. What a fun oh, way. I'm sorry you're being sincere. What a fun way to rekindle a friendship. Yeah, this has been really nice. And let me tell it you, nice. it's also really nice to listen to really bad podcasts every once in a while and remind yourself about like episode how number bad. <laughs> Episode one was fine again. I didn't say what. I said episode what. Yeah, sure. Fine. Friends, we will miss you for four weeks approximately. We will see you back on July 8th. We cannot wait to talk about Mm -hmm. all types of things with you. If you have any suggestions of what you would like us to talk about, tweet at us. uh, Use that hashtag. And um, as always, thanks for listening to Best Friends Back All Right. You can catch brand new episodes starting July 8th every Friday. So make sure you follow so you don't miss an episode. Hey, and if you need other podcasts to listen to in the meantime, we have a whole swath of delicious mythical podcasts, uh, including A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, which is actually delicious because they talk about all kinds of culinary quandaries. Highly recommend (laughs) checking out. Uh, a hot dog is a sandwich with Josh and Nicole. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a review. You can follow at Mythical Pods on TikTok for clips to share with family and friends. You can follow Nagin, 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 Nagin. Did I fuck it up? It's okay. It's just practice. Don't feel embarrassed. Oh, well, can I do it again? You said it right. I did. Yeah. You can follow Nagin at Nagin and me everywhere at Stevie W Levine. And of course, you can hear me every Monday through Friday on Good Mythical Morning with Rhett and Link at youtube.com slash goodmythicalmorning. I'll see you there. Don't forget to do your summer reading. 